Welcome back to another episode of The Rant. Today is January 2nd, 2021. Thank God. Um, so yesterday, the semifinals for the college football playoff happened, and we had two really uninteresting games. Yeah, two blowouts. And I think that the theme of this segment, the theme of the last segment that we did was we're going to overreact to stuff that doesn't need to be overreacted to. The theme of this segment is we were on the internet all day watching other people overreact to dumb yeah. stuff, and we're going to tell them to calm the heck down because <laughs> people, people need to realize that everybody's going to overreact to these two games because they were blowouts, and you know we're, we're going to have some firsts on, on this show. We're going to have me defend Notre Dame, which uh, <laughs> I'm not known for doing. And we're going to have me supporting Ohio State. Which yeah. never, never happens. has happened in in recorded history. So, so or listen, unrecorded, I'm, frankly. So, so first, t- first of all, Notre Dame got blown out by Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I they scored a garbage up, time touchdown in the last yeah, minute of the game. So I technically, it was thirty-one to seven to a bunch of shall we say Southern football fans <laughs> explaining to me why Notre Dame is a bad program and should not have been the playoff, and they should have put Florida in instead. All right, well, we're not going to act like Florida didn't just get boat raced by 40 by Oklahoma yeah, in the Cotton Bowl. Yes, and also, like, Florida had multiple losses. So yeah. I'm sorry you can't – I just – I'm yeah. not going to hear an argument for a team let's, with let's multiple not losses like, over let's a team like with Florida one. Florida wouldn't have gotten crushed by Alabama in that game either. Yes. Everybody's going would have gotten crushed by Alabama in that game. Alabama's easily the best team in the country. Second of all – Mm-hmm. Notre Dame plays a good schedule every year, at least a passable schedule. They're yeah, not playing the AS- Tennessee Martin. This okay? year with the ACC, they played, I mean, it's not the best schedule still, but it's still a decent schedule. I mean, right? Yeah. They were more than deserving to get. They beat Clemson, right, in the regular season, even without Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. It's a quality win. And the other thing is, Notre Dame, as much as I don't like Brian Kelly as a guy, he is doing as much as he can with that Notre Dame program. Notre Dame is at its absolute peak of what it can be. Yeah, because... And I know that might offend some Notre Dame fans. The best you guys can be is first-round exit in the college football playoff. Well, yeah, and I also... five-star recruits don't want to go there. Well, I also... Well, and five-star recruits usually... A lot of the times aren't eligible to go there because... Let's face it, Notre Dame is on a completely different academic scale than right the other three schools in the college football playoffs. So there's a little bit more standard in terms of who they let in. So there's just less. There are less good players, right, for them to get. If and that I think makes it's, sense. It's also there's one good northern football program, right? That's Ohio State. And I think that most of these good recruits, they're coming from the South and the West Coast in football. In basketball, it's a little bit more democratic because yeah. it's an indoor sport. You can play it anywhere. Well, and there's but also just most, spots on yeah, et cetera. Most, most of these great recruits in football are coming from the South Warm and the places. Southwest. Texas. Yeah. They're not trying to live in <laughs> South Bend, Indiana at a school with a very strict honor code and much higher academic standards than some other schools. And in football, it's much more noticeable than basketball, like Liam said, because you need more players to find. So the fact that you're a first-round exit in the college football playoff, that's the best you're going to be for the foreseeable future. But you should be satisfied with that. That's still an incredible achievement for your program. It's the same reason 
I call Notre Dame fans the second most delusional fan base in college football besides <laughs> Michigan, right? And neither of their fan bases should be that upset with their coach because they're doing pretty good considering the recruiting classes that they're bringing in compared to these Southern powerhouses. Mm-hmm. Go on and defend Ohio State, please. So, well, no, before we get off the Notre Dame-Alabama game, I would just like to say Notre Dame has not won a New Year's Six bowl game or an elite bowl game let's, let's in call a while. it that, in 27 years, right? That's not that's not good. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to change, right? I mean, that's not going to change. As long as it's, it's a 14 playoff, that's not going to change. Yeah, it's it's unlikely. Let's just say If that. it's an 18 playoff, maybe. But if it's a 14 playoff, like, they're playing Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State pretty much every year, and they're not beating any of those programs. No, no, unless... They're just getting out-recruited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at the style of play, right, Notre Dame's, while they have a really good defense, they're just physically, athletically, like, their teams are made up... Yeah, are made up of, you know, less athletic guys, right? So so those other three teams can just... Even though maybe, you know, scheme-wise or skill level may not be the same, right? Just purely based on athleticism, it's a mismatch. Yeah, like I said, the fact that they're there in the college football playoff... And, I mean, they didn't get beat by 60, right? I mean, the fact that they're there is still a tremendous achievement, and I implore Notre Dame fans to be proud of that and to be okay with that because that's an immense achievement considering the external factors that affect your program. Yeah. I mean, like, you look at the stats, too. Like, it's just, like, it doesn't look horrendous, right, stat-wise. Like, obviously, Ian Book didn't throw a touchdown, and he threw a pick, right? But, like... He didn't really run the ball super well, but it wasn't an awful, awful game. They just, they really just, their downfall was they could not get anything consistent on offense, right, against a very good Alabama yeah. defense. And and Alabama beats a lot of teams by 20 points, let's be yes. real. Yes, yeah, like, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the other thing. Is like, people, people are like, oh my gosh, it's a blowout because it's the playoffs. But, like, let's look at all the score, all the, all the, games Alabama's played this year how many have been less than 20 point differential right I'm looking I'm looking right now for you <laughs> like that's that's like, 20 yeah they scored a garbage, like yeah they scored a garbage time touchdown but like it could have been a lot worse right let's not act like this is the the BCS yeah. championship with yeah. Everett Golson a couple years ago where they absolutely yeah. got their doors blown off yeah I mean Bama beat Auburn by 30 Bama beat LSU by almost 40 Bama beat Arkansas by 50 like it's yeah, just, it's so, I mean, again, it wasn't the most thrilling of games uh, by any stretch. I can't, I mean, I think a lot of people saw this coming, Alabama winning. So yeah. I don't, I'm not really shocked by it. And again, and again, I think Notre Dame should be satisfied with this. As, as, as painful as it is to say that, yeah. right? I mean, they, they should be, they should be proud of themselves that they got there, right? Mm-hmm. You beat Clemson in the regular season. You at least fought. I mean, again, you didn't get absolutely annihilated. You at least fought in in a game with Alabama, mm-hmm. which has just been a dynasty since Saban got there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on. Well, let's move on to the Ohio State Clemson game. So here's where I would like to uh, just preface this before we get into like the details of the game itself. I would just like to say. I, the only time in my life I have ever rooted for not I, I not even that I rooted for Ohio State I'm just I'm just satisfied right that Ohio State thoroughly 
clapped Clemson, <laughs> to put it mildly. Right? Oh, yeah. Dabo Smith, da- I can't speak. Dabo, Dabo Sweeney, Sweeney is the king of putting his foot in his mouth. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he just sometimes says too much or does too much, right? Sometimes. All the time. Well, I, the majority of the time, yes. But here's what I like. That coach's poll that he put out, I'm going to bring up the exact list because I want to read to you what his coach's poll. He had Ohio State at 11, which he, was just a joke. Well, it's like, it's okay. It's one thing for you to put your, like, the. I understand what he was trying to do, right? You want to make it so that somehow it's harder for them to get in the playoffs, right? By ranking them lower, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. I don't care that they played five games. If that they're not, if it's, it's Ohio state, right? But like you asked for it, man, you oh, asked yeah. for it. Oh yeah. By putting them so low. Now you gave them just 10 times more motivation to want to annihilate you. So this is his list, right? Alabama at one Clemson, Notre Dame, A&M, Florida, Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Iowa state, coastal Carolina, then Ohio state. I mean, that's just foolish, right? Let's act like all those SEC teams didn't get creamed by Alabama when they played them. And it's I'm not trying to talk about Florida losing by six because Alabama put in, like, the freshman at the end of the game. But I just – and then, you know, he's always saying, oh, well, we want to play the best or we play the best here, right? You want to be the best, you got to beat the best. So if that's the case, <laughs> then why are you afraid of putting Ohio State where they rightfully should be at four? And he just – it's just like – you gotta understand that karma's gonna get you by doing that. And he did. I mean, see, here's the thing. Ohio State won 49-28. to 28. And, right, we talked about Notre Dame. They only lost by 17. That wasn't a blowout, per se, right? This technically can't be then either, but But, still, but it kind of This one was. is only a 21-point difference, but the difference here is you... Gave up 50. You did get, you did get slapped around. <laughs> you gave up 50 in a playoff game! Like that, that Your is a blowout. Your defense was supposed to be good. Like that, and and the thing is, one sec. I mean, yeah, like you, you don't have twenty-one unanswered in the second quarter. Like, I just yeah. Justin Fields had six t- passing touchdowns and almost yep. four hundred passing yards. Right, like, oh my goodness, Ohio State pretty much executed as 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 oh, perfect yeah. as possible, right, with the exception of the interception that Fields had. But they just on another level and the thing is if they do that if they can replicate that against Ohio State, be a good uh, game against in the Alabama final. I think they beat Alabama because Alabama's great but like I mean they definitely to... have the advantage of quarterback right I mean Ohio State definitely has the advantage of quarterback. oh absolutely I'd say I'd say the run game is very similar right because Najee Harris, Najee is, Harris is, is a freak really but good. Trey yeah. Sermon I mean is also equally as disgusting right 31 carries 193 yards for a touchdown is you know it's okay I think the thing is it just it just showed like Clemson and, and I give Clemson less of an excuse, right? Because Clemson like you do recruit the best of the best. Yeah. Right. I well, mean and you also recruit studs. And your defense, I've been hearing all over about how nutty your defense was, and you got fifty put on Also you. it just further like the ACC also is still trying to convince everybody, oh we're a football conference. It's like mm, mm. well you have, you, have, you have one good team and guess what? You lost by a lot to the best Big Ten team. Right. This is still why I think Notre Dame should join the ACC by the way, but Yeah, because it'll issue. it'll make it more competitive, right? But yeah. And you can have the rivalry games with Florida State and Miami. Of course. But the, the, yeah, I mean Clemson's just they just they got their doors beaten off, which yeah. I, I is think... honestly I think it was about time that they had 
yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't enjoy watching Dabo Sweeney stumble over himself, but <laughs> I think just to temper some people here, because I see dumb stuff on Twitter all the time, let's not get over-exaggerated and start talking about Fields is going to do this and that and Lawrence. Like, Lawrence, Lawrence is still the is better, still product. A better yeah. prospect. With and, and can we please stop arguing? <laughs> He's going to go number one in the draft mm-hmm. and the other guy's not, right? Yeah. Not only, even if, if Fields was better, right? There's such just a negative stigma I mean, you just look against at the, Ohio State You just State look at the last couple of Ohio State quarterbacks that have gone to the league, right? And it's just... It, it's just bad it's everywhere. Not, it's not It's not a it's, good It's not even league record. average. It's it's like out of the league in yeah, three I mean, years. Look at playing arena football. Cardale like, Jones, right? Like, uh, what's his name? Well, Braxton uh, Miller became a wideout, right? I mean, like... <laughs> Yeah, and, and I mean, JT Barrett is he even in the league anymore? I like, don't believe so. He's not. He's not anywhere important, right? I mean, Dwayne Haskins just got. And cut. the funny thing is, like, you look at obviously Joe Burrow was there. He left, and and then look what he became. So they they're it's not just, really just, hitting on on the pro NFL. You know, yeah, NFL I mean, we'll have to see what happens with Tua, right? We'll have to see what happens with Tua. But it's the same thing that I said about Alabama quarterbacks for a while. Well, it's, because they have they're just flush flush with riches at every position, right? They have absurd defenses. They make every they have, quarterback they have, put up crazy like, stats. They have great wide receivers every year, and they have great offensive line, right? So the quarterback really has no excuse. And putting up you know three hundred yards and four touchdowns per yep. game is isn't really all that much, right? Yeah, and so that's why know, I think Mac Jones is a little overrated right now. Oh, yeah. Like he's in the Heisman candidate purely based on his stats, but like let's not let's not act like he's a legitimate candidate for Heisman, and, and, and i know what pe- people are going to say they're going to be like oh but didn't you just say clemson has great players then how come clemson quarterbacks are so good there's because a difference clemson plays a pro style scheme well, those yeah, well, guys make nfl throws in college but also like yeah let's 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 not act like trevor lawrence doesn't make hit the weapons around him better right whereas i'm not saying that about mac jones i'm saying there's, there's, the weapons around a, mac jones yeah. make him better there's not a single including etienne you know what include etienne there's not a single clemson skill position player that's better than alabama's best wideout or Najee harris yeah there's just not a single guy mm-hmm. no I, clemson I, has put one good skill position player in the league deandre hopkins uh you might be a little one like really elite tier guy yeah but you, they position. do have a lot of very solid Oh, they have a bunch of solid guys. Look at look at this, the skill position guys that Alabama puts in the league every year. Yeah, I mean, you they had three the wide receivers in the first alone. round last year. Yeah, well, but you look at yeah wide receivers alone. You got Judy, yeah. you've got Julio, you've got I mean Ridley. I, yeah, you can go. Amari on. Cooper. You can go on like, about, <laughs> about wide receivers from Alabama. Yes. So I mean that actually is a good segue about the Heisman Heisman candidacy. Um, I think it's down to Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, Devontae Smith, and um, and Trevor Lawrence. It shouldn't be Trevor Lawrence, and it shouldn't be Mac Jones. I, I, I like Trevor Lawrence. Give is, it to Devontae Smith. It should be Devontae. It, it should be Devontae Smith because he's had an absurd year, right? He played the whole season. Kyle Trask, statistically best quarterback, right, in college football because of passing and all that stuff. But he, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they gave it to him, right? But I feel like, you know, just because he's a quarterback, you don't have to give it to him, and it'd be nice to see a change. And, and also just a truly special wide receiver season. And I know I spend a lot of time on this show saying, like, oh, don't draft skill position players high. They're not worth it statistically, which is true. But the Heisman has nothing to do with how no. good of a prospect you are. It is about rewarding the most impressive yeah. season in college. And 
the season that Smith had as a wideout is way better than any quarterback yes, season yeah. this year. Yeah, like, including Tra- Trevor Lawrence. Because here's the thing. Trask had a good season this year, right? But, like, it's not uncommon to see quarterbacks put up those numbers or, or similar numbers, right? It is for a wideout to put out those numbers. Yeah, he has, what, what like 1,500 receiving yards in a and shortened like 20 season? receiving TDs. <laughs> in, in a shortened season, too, right? The, the, last time, the last time a receiver was up for the Heisman was, Gilliard, I believe it Marty Gilliard, right? No, wasn't it Cooper? It was the year that Mariota won it. It was a wideout up for it as well. Uh, I can't remember, but but it was an Alabama wideout, anyways. And it was nowhere near the statistics that Devontae Smith has put up in a shortened season. Yeah, and uh, again, I, I don't. It, should, him. <laughs> it shouldn't be Mac Jones. I mean, there's going to be a lot of wide receivers overdrafted this season, uh, this this draft, just like last draft, because there's a bunch of really good wide receivers in this draft yeah. again. But it shouldn't be Mac Jones because, like we said. I wouldn't say his play is necessarily... I mean, obviously, he has to play well in order for him to get those stats, right? So I'm not knocking him, but I'm just saying... He's going to make the NFL. Yeah, I don't think, though, he warrants the Heisman, right? Just because I I think think other people... I think that season is so special. Well, but I just think other people have done a little bit more to, to, you know, to get the recognition for it. Trevor Lawrence missed games with COVID, right? I don't think he should get it. Just purely for it's optics okay. His sake. consolation prize yeah. is going to go first in the world. Like <laughs> I don't think Trevor Lawrence cares. First of all, but also no. like I just don't think you can give a guy that missed a bunch of games. Hey, I don't even know if Heisman is that good of an award for a quarterback, considering how many Heisman busts. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. There have been in the but NFL. It's between Trask and and Devontae Smith. And again, I'm not mad if either one wins it, right? Because they're do, both. Do you consider Najee the best running back in college football? Right now, yeah. Do you think he's a first round NFL gotta, pick? Eh, someone will draft him at the end of the first. Someone round. Someone will draft him in the first round. I just, I just don't think it's. Again, I don't. Think I don't think any running back except for McCaffrey because, is worth it. A because, first like, round pick. for the most part, you can get running backs in the early second round if you needed to. Right? Like, I just don't think it's super worth it. Yeah, unless it's a guy who's and the reason I, I say McCaffrey is because McCaffrey and this is the reason he gets paid like a wide receiver because he is a because he if he played if he decided tomorrow to go to his coach and be like hey coach I don't really feel like playing running back anymore I want to play receiver he would still be a top eight receiver in the NFL <laughs> immediately the there's no other running back who can do that the including uh, Camara the thing about uh, running backs is the way I feel is like. Last year, the Colts drafted Jonathan Taylor, right? Which was arguably my favorite pick in the draft. What round was that? I think it was second round. Yeah, it was... Like, uh, I'm Either second or third. I, I'm pretty sure it was second round. Let's see. Yeah, second round, pick 41, right? Which is like, that to me is a perfect spot to draft a running back, right? Because Jonathan Taylor is like one of the all-time leading rushers in college, right? So he's a beast, right? He yeah, had a good. <laughs> he had a good line in college, so he kind of was flying under the radar because people were like, "Oh, could he do that in the NFL?" Because he had a great line. He goes to the Colts, who have the best, if not also one of the best line. lines yeah. in the NFL, right? And now look at him. He is balling, right? He's been pretty consistent all season, but now he's like going off every game, and and that is that's like a perfect spot for people to draft a running back. Yeah, I also just think that there are certain positions where. Like, in, at every position, we have, like, the top two or three or four guys, and then we have the rest, mm-hmm. right? And it's a question of what's the difference between those top three and four guys and the rest. Mm-hmm. If you look at running backs, 
even if you include McCaffrey, Henry, Kamara, you know, Dalvin Cook, the difference between them and that next tier is what, 5 8% maybe? The difference between the top four offensive tackles and the rest of the offensive tackles is a gulf. Mm-hmm. There are so many teams that wish that they could have a good young offensive tackle. And, like, to me, same with corner. If you are a fan of a team with a bad secondary, you know how bad it feels to just watch your corner just get burnt like toast every single weekend. So yeah. that's like, there are some positions where just the difference between the top-end talent and the rest oh, yeah. is so much that well, that's, that's why, why see, those guys have to get drafted. Yeah, and that's why the, you see, even though people still reach for receivers and running backs, right? Yeah. And even quarterbacks to some extent. Oh, yeah. We're um, back just because it's important, right? Yeah. But that's why you, I, you still see more and more that the first round's all offensive line, D-line, and DBs. And D-backs, yeah. That's, that's like, the first round nowadays, which is is smart, right? Like, there are only a few teams that, that reach. Have really good guys at that position. <laughs> yeah. So, do I think Najee Harris is a first-round running back? No, I think he's like very early second round. Someone will someone take will him in draft the first him. round, though. Yeah. And someone will take. I think. I think there'll be a three or four wide receivers taken in the first round this year. Yes. Just because there are a lot yeah. of really good uh, I think, receivers. Yeah, I think if if unless you're the Eagles, which have just had like tragic wide receiver play <laughs> over the last few seasons. Yeah. There's very few teams. But the thing is, the Eagles, maybe like the Pats too. But like, there's very few teams that look at their receivers and be like, "Wow, this is truly yeah, just appalling." Yeah, that we need to spend our first round pick. There are a lot of teams that look at their secondary and their offensive line and be like, "Wow, this just sucks." Yeah, and DNs also right. Like, how many teams just can't get to the quarterback? Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a few. Um, exactly. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Uh, well, so now. We've got the final set between Alabama and Ohio State. Ohio so this State. game now is all of a sudden a lot more intriguing because Ohio State showed up, which I wasn't really sure how well they were going to or how good they were going to I didn't look. expect it. I'll be right, I didn't, I didn't expect them to blow it out. I thought the game would be close, but did I think Ohio State was going to win? Probably not. And Alabama looked good, right? But again, like I said earlier, Compared to the teams they've had in the past, this Alabama team's not as good, I would say. Just from watching, there's let me be very clear, they're still very good, but they don't blow me away like they have in past years. I think they're better on offense, but worse on defense. Yes, yes. Their offense is very good. I mean, Mac Jones aside of Tua is the best quarterback Alabama's had in twenty years. Yes, yeah, I I'd say that's fair to say. But Ohio State, I'd say, is pretty level with them off offensively and again their defense is like a little bit of a coin flip week to week but like it's still a very above average defense because it's Ohio State but I would not be surprised with a shootout I mean the same with that that Deshaun Watson team played against Alabama I would love a shootout I think everybody everybody loves a good shootout uh yeah it'll be I mean it'll be fun that's on Monday the 11th so we still got a little while but I just think it's 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 really surprising right how both of these teams at least even with the, with their respective coaches, they were known as like big boy defense, mm-hmm. massive O lines, pound that rock, hold teams under twenty and score twenty three, and that's how you win. And now we're seeing high flying offense with very suspect defense, and from a Nick Saban coach team and Ohio State to see suspect defense yeah. <laughs> and great quarterback play. Oh man, is just completely out of the ordinary. I mean, I guess eventually modern football would even catch up with them, right? So I want to see if there's an odd. Okay. 
What's so, Vegas say? Alabama is listed as a seven and a half point favorite versus. Ohio nah, bet State. the under. Bet the under. Well, not the under. That's not the under. That. But that's not the over under seven and a half. You just said. No, no, no. That's that's the spread. The is... spread. Yeah, that's what I meant. Betting like bet under the spread. Betting against the spread. Uh. I don't know. If, I, I don't know. If I, I value Alabama. Whatever the o- whatever the over under is, hit the over. I hit think this over, is gonna yeah. like you said. I think it's gonna be a shootout. What is the O under, by the way? I'm trying to find it. It doesn't. I'm not seeing an over under yet. Give me a sec. 75 and a half. Do we think that's a, someone's getting a that's, 40, I mean, that's, though? That's, that's 37 37, basically, right? Yeah. Ooh, I, I still feel like you can That's go a the pretty over. high over under, uh, to yeah, be honest. But I feel like if somebody's getting. Could be like a forty-two to thirty-something. I don't know, forty-two thirty-five. I feel like that's not completely yeah. out of the picture, but uh, no, it's gonna six be six and a half. I, I think it's more likely to be a odds. a a blowout or not a blowout. What am I not saying? a, a high-scoring game. Yeah, yeah, a shootout. Um, because I mean they both have great running games and just right? some suspect have, defense. Honestly, well, but they have great. Well, they have defenses that are good, but still have like. You know, you don't feel completely confident yeah. in at least Ohio State's. Alabama's, again, is is, yeah. is and I, prone I just feel to that... giving up points, but they also can turn it up like you saw in the Notre Dame game, yeah. right? And I, I just feel like once once the ball starts getting passed, we might just see these guys just bombing it down the field. I mean, oh, just really sure. just letting it fly. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that Ohio State's not afraid to throw the ball. And yep. obviously, and Alabama Devontae has incredible <laughs> wide receivers. Yeah, so <laughs> he's going to get gonna... doubled. By the way, mark my words. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm every sure he's getting doubled every most games, but does it work? Eh, not really. Yeah, but that'd be a good game. That's Monday, the 11th. Like I said, so we're still a little bit of ways from that. Yeah, which is I think. But... I just think it's it's also like a good classic North South showdown, right? I mean, we've had this yeah. matchup in the final before, like. It's just it's just what you want. Well, Big Ten SEC too, you know. The- also, if you're tuning in, you're going to be with the about 70 NFL scouts who are watching because there's probably 40 NFL players on the field in that game. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a few <laughs> guys drafted in the first round. In that game. Uh, I I know the draft is really far away, but I love the draft, so I'm excited to oh, yeah. talk about that in a few months. But hey, and we're going to get an advanced look at some of the really high end prospects, right? Yeah. So. uh We'll uh, we'll have a recap of that game in a, in a few weeks when that happens. Uh, until then, we'll uh, continue with our NBA and NFL and Purdue coverage, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you.